And welcome back to the Dune Dudes podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Ben Muadib Moon. I'm your other host, Nick uh, Atreides Kelly. Uh, welcome back, folks, to the, what is this, the 47th episode here, Nick? This is episode 47, the Dune Spectacular Dune-tastic Dune Dudes podcast. The Dune Extravaganza, it, it's not going to all be about Dune. But folks, I can assure you, we're going to hit up Dune real hard. We'll probably have more to say about Dune than the rest of the other movie trailers combined. This is an extermination. That is absolutely the case, for sure. So we'll just, we'll quickly get through these trailers just to get to the good stuff, to that meat, to that, as we say, filet mignon. And as we, as we cut through the bacon layer of the filet mignon, Ben, what did you watch this week? So I watched Avatar The Last Airbender. Very good. Just kind of just kind of plowing through that. Uh, I watched episode three of Lovecraft Country. And you were of the same mind as me. Yeah. What did you say about it again? I, I said that it's sort of like it's not embracing the pulp enough. And it, right. it felt kind of cheesy. Now, I watched episode four and it did sort of lean heavier into the pulp. And I enjoyed episode four a lot more. Okay. Still not okay. perfect. No. Yeah. So I think I feel that same way. Uh, it, I'll still continue to watch it, but it's not, it's not my favorite thing that I'm watching. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and then I watched, uh, started season two of what we do in the shadows. It's so funny. I can't wait till you get to the Mark Hamill episode. It's the funniest episode of all of them combined. God, it's so funny. And I think Aaron might start, watch, uh, start watching it with me too. So that's kind of fun. So I, I was like, listen, I'll go and I'll rewatch every episode with you. Yeah. It's worth it. Yeah. All right, so you watched Lovecraft Country, and then I see something else on this list. That's right. I watched Mulan when it came out on September 4th. I uh, I used some of my Google Play credit that I get from the Google Opinions Rewards app, so I didn't end up paying full price for it, and I still got that premium access because I am an enemy of the movie theaters, and I want more direct-to-digital content, so I wanted to support it. And I also just wanted to watch the movie. It's probably the best live-action Disney movie, for sure. Because most of them have not been really anything. Yeah. It wasn't as good as I wanted it to be, but it was still pretty good. Uh, the Wire Foo was, was great. It was a lot of really beautiful stuff in it. Uh, there was a villain that was not in the movie, in the animated movie that was in this. There was like a witch character that was really cool. Yeah. She was awesome. I liked I liked the side characters. I liked Donnie Yen. I liked that Jet Li was in it. I didn't know he was in it, and then I saw him, and then I was like really excited. I didn't know he was in it either. Yeah, he's the emperor, and as soon as I saw him, I I was very much sold because I love Jet Li, and Fearless is one of my top five movies. Also, there was a cameo in it that I demanded be in it before they even made it. I was I was going to be mad if the cameo didn't happen, and the cameo did happen, and so I was happy. I don't even want to know what the cameo is. I want it to be a complete surprise. I'll tell you afterwards if you didn't catch it. Because it's very okay. subtle. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, cool. Yeah. So, I don't know. My kids have been, like, grounded from screens for being um, little booty. Little booties. <laughs> so, we have not watched it yet. And I'm, like, kind of torn because, like, I do support Hong Kong pro-democracy protesters. And this actress is, like, not... But I, but I don't want to be like, I don't want to get like too political with it, you know. And I, I don't know. Also, what do you do if you're a twenty-something-year-old actress 
and you have the weight of China behind you on one side and the weight of the U.S. and, like, other countries behind you. Like, why should she have to be a an emissary? It's 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 so awkward for her. I do agree with that. Because if she that. if she's like comes out against China, they they won't show the movie in China, and the Disney's probably behind a lot of this too. Yeah, I feel like Disney's too mixed up with that Chinese government. Yeah, you know, kind of un- kind of unfortunate. So I mean, I'll probably still watch this. You yeah. know, I'm not. I'm just. I'm not woke enough. I guess. No, me neither. But mostly, I just I think there's a lot of unseen things here, and everyone on Facebook is an expert on everything, and I just don't, I don't buy it. <laughs> Facebook University. Yeah. Oh gosh, it's so true. Okay, so that's what we done watch, but uh, we have we're we're bringing this segment back. When we gonna get? Ben, when we gonna get? When we when we gonna get? When we gonna get? Because we're bringing this back because we haven't done it in a while because nothing has been happening because of COVID. But now there's right. a couple things. So. Uh, the first thing I want to know when we're going to get is when we're going to get that trailer for The Mandalorian. Man, I want that Mandalorian Season 2. Uh, I've been seeing pictures all over the internet. Yeah, they got Entertainment Weekly covers, they got full spreads, and I'm seeing Cara Dunes and uh, Apollo Creed and like speeder bikes and stuff and a Bantha, but no trailer. And we got a release date, it's like October 30th. Gosh, man, and that poster you sent me of, me of uh, IG-11. So cool. So cool, man. I'll uh, put that ah. in the stories. I'll put it in the stories on the on our Instagram, which you can follow at Trailer Blazers Podcast. I tell you what, man, Giancarlo is... I know he always gets typecast as a bad guy, but he just does it so well. Yeah, if you're going to be 100% the best at something... I just don't get tired of that guy. I just... I love him. The only person... A lot of people get either, like recurring villain roles or recurring hero roles and the person i think that does both the best is paul bettany okay he doesn't get a lot of villain roles but he was a villain in the in this harrison ford movie firewall from the early 2000s not a great movie but paul bettany was so scary as the bad guy in that movie because he was so polite but he was violent i need you to talk to your husband who listens to you if he doesn't do exactly as i ask i will kill you and your two children you know, I think you're right. Yeah, because Vision and the Red Crimson Dawn guy. Yeah, and he was uh, he was uh, the Doctor in Master and Commander, so he was he was like a really wholesome, nice character in that. And then yeah. there's that uh, British movie Gangster Number One, where he's like a psycho British gangster. That's good. You know who else does a good job with it? Is the guy that played uh, Draco Malfoy's dad in Harry Potter. Isaacs. His name is Isaacs. Yeah, that that guy. I cannot remember his name for the life it's of me. Something I it's I, something Isaac's robot voice. <laughs> Tell us. Oh man, I was watching my stories. It's Jason Isaacs. Jason Isaacs. Jason Isaacs. Thank you, robot voice. Yep. No worries, ya dumb dudes. Uh, I think he does a good job of bo- of doing both. Yeah, he's he's great. I love him. Uh, I think we're gonna get a Mandalorian trailer on the twenty second, not uh, Tuesday. You're calling your shot. I think. The shot. I think we'll get it. The Friday after that. Okay. Well, we'll just have to see, Nick. We will. I have a I have a when we gonna get. It's not even on the list. What is it? When are we gonna get anything, images, news, anything about the Benny Jesserit show on HBO for, for Dune? It's like the prequel to Dune. That's right, yeah. Yeah, there's nothing. I'll, the only thing we know is that they're making it. Yeah, that's it. Hmm. Yeah, I want to. I want Dietz. I want to know if it's how connected it is to Villeneuve. I want to know 
Like, who's directing it? Who's writing it? So I read, today actually, I read that Villeneuve is co-directing the first episode of it. Oh, that's good news. Yes. And so he's going to, I think he's going to do some producing as well. So like, so that like the costumes and things match up and the, the look and feel match up. So hopefully they'll match that tone and we'll get a really nice treat because the Benny Gesserit, Benny Gesserit are fascinating, man. It's kind of, I think that'd be really cool. So we'll have the first ever good movie to TV show, like interconnected universe. Uh, other than uh, Firefly. Oh yeah, well the the movie sort of caps it off. It doesn't go back and forth again. I'm hoping that there'll be more Dune movies. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I do <laughs> absolutely. Uh, I watched this interview that Stephen Colbert did an interview with all the actors from the movie, mm-hmm. and Rebecca Ferguson is just absolutely stunning. Yes. I gotta say, yes, she is. She is just stunning, uh, and all that cast is just—it's just a killer cast, man. I'm so excited. Anyway, we're gonna save it. We're not talking about that. Right yeah, now. we'll get to that. Uh, but we're talking about that. What I want to know is when we're gonna get a price and a pre-order option for the PS5. Yeah, we have pricing for the Xbox. You got two ninety nine and four ninety nine. But when are we gonna get that PS5? They're kind of uh, annoying me actually because it comes out at the end of the year, and they won't let you pre-order it. And they're they're being coy about it, which really annoys me for like consumer products. Like I'm trying to pay you for a thing don't be a weirdo about it like tell me how much it is and let me pre-order one because i'm not going to play games with i want i want to play games on the system i don't want to play games to get the system yeah i mean surely they've they've done like market research and because they they always take a loss on it so they got to know how much it costs to make you know down to the penny and then what they can charge for it and what they'll make it back. You know, they, they, they should have all of that info already if they're this close to launch. I'm certain that they do have it because they keep... They, it just really gets annoys me when companies uh, are coy about about stuff like this. Yeah. Uh, I think we'll... I, I don't think you're going to get a price till probably early October. Yeah, I don't think so either. And, and hopefully the pre-ordering isn't weird because i saw one thing about how they were like raffling pre-order opportunities based on people's playstation handle scores or something and i'm i'm not even gonna look into that that's not for you no i don't care that much (laughs) but you do want to know i want to know because i would like to get one but i'm not going to jump through hoops well, I wonder when we gonna get that too. But uh, is there anything you're wondering about when we gonna get something that you're chomping at the bit for? Any information? Yeah, if you if you're wondering when we gonna get something, just let us know, and we'll let you know how to contact us later. We will. We won't tell you now. Uh, also, I'm ready for some more Tron Three news. Just give me anything, anything. Yeah, I want more more movement on that. Yes, movement. Okay, well, that's that's uh, all we got for when we gonna get, and that brings us to. The Questions Toms. Oh boy. The Questions Toms. Oh boy. We have, I did not come, I came up with one of these, and Jay, a friend of the show, listener of the show, uh, and just friend, uh, came up with the other one. Yeah, he sent in this this question. I think he texted it to me, and I just copied it right away because I liked it, because he said it was based on, on Popeye. <laughs> The, the notion of Popeye eating spinach. And Jay said, question for your podcast. If you had to eat a food to enable your superpowers, what would it be? So I was thinking this was related to that Jamie Foxx movie. I mean, it entirely could be, but 
but Jade specifically referenced Popeye when he sent it to me. I Popeye the Sailor Man. I Popeye the Sailor Man. I strong to the finish, cause I eat my spinach. I Popeye the Sailor Man. <laughs> well, it's definitely not going to be a can of spinach for me. No, uh, I, I prefer that fresh spinach. I do too. Put it in my smoothie. What are you going to eat to get superpowers, though? I think I'm just going to do Altoids. Oh, I, I mean, I, I don't know if that's a... Is that a food? I mean, you eat it, right? Yeah, it's a food. It's a food. It has calories. Yeah, so it's like you get superpowers and fresh breath. It's like a double whammy. It's like a two-for-one deal at the store. Which flavor Altoids? Uh, the one in the, like, teal box... Yeah, I was hoping you were going to say the red ones. I don't like those. Too spicy. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't want that. Mayonnaise is spicy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, brother. <laughs> I was eating hot sauces the other day, and there was this one that I ate that was 6 million Scovilles. And it, I was uh, completely unfazed, so I don't think it really was. I mean, some of the people around me that had tried it were dying, but I have a really high tolerance. But it can't have been. It can't have been that high. The hot sauce was called The End. If you want to try it, there is a link in the show notes. So, Did we talk about me eating that ghost pepper on the show? Uh, I did enjoy watching you eat the ghost pepper on Instagram stories. Oh, boy. I, that, at one time, that was the hottest pepper known to man, but we know the Carolina Reaper is now, I believe. I haven't tried either one of those, but it, the Reaper is the hottest one that I'm aware of currently. Yeah, me too. Well, the the Naga Jalokia, the ghost pepper, uh, was definitely hot enough, I'll tell you that. Oh, boy. Well, hot sauce is not my choice to give me superpowers. I actually went with dark chocolate almonds, which I am addicted to. Uh, I hoard them like a dragon. I have a cupboard that's completely full of them. Uh, I like the Aldi brand ones best. I go to Aldi and I buy every single one that they have. I know that if I go on Monday before 3 o'clock, I have the highest chance of getting every single one that they get. I have a competition in me. I want no one else to succeed. I want all of them. (laughs) I want no one else to have them. And I want all of them. So I have an entire cabinet full of them, and I just want to eat them all the time. It's almost like a sensu bean for you. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. You just pop, pop in your mouth and get those superpowers. Then I can beat up the Ginyu Force. <laughs> the Ginyu Force is my favorite, dude. I know. I, I, you have it in your destiny to cosplay Captain Ginyu at some point. Some point, man. Oh, I love the Ginyu Force. I'll be in the Ginyu Force with you. Yeah, we, we'll do cool poses. Mm-hmm. We tried to do that at my cousin's wedding. We tried to do a Ginyu Force one, but we couldn't do it, so we, instead we did a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure pose. Oh. Uh, I mean, my buddy Steve, while I was a Grimson at his wedding, we did the Ginyu Force, and I was Raccoon. <laughs> That's, I was going to be uh, the big blue guy, I think. Birder? Yeah. No. Birder. Yeah, yeah. Birder. Why, this is getting nerdy, oh, son. Uh, we both did the same <laughs> dorky wedding thing, so. That's we why did. we host the podcast together. Uh, that is exactly right. Uh, so that is, uh, that's Jay's question. That's the first question. Uh, send us in your answer. What food would you use to enable your superpowers? Uh, then second question is if you had to pick another culture to have your family history within, what would it be and why? I like that this question is basically, what are you afraid to culturally appropriate? (laughs) (laughs) But But, want to. (laughs) Yeah, but you wish you could. Um, (laughs) I would never give up my Irish. I love being Irish. Uh, it, it, it's an excuse for so many of the negative personality traits that I have. 
you do <laughs> that is true you do use it as an excuse yeah my irish gets up that's what i say because i i fight and <laughs> i'm mean i'm a jerk but like that's why i don't drink because i'm bad enough without without it um so i'd never give that up because it's a perfect excuse but i've been playing ghost of shishima a lot and there's like all this samurai stuff and it's all the coolest thing ever and it's like man i wish i could i could have some of this stuff but like then you turn into jeremy jam you know like if you're the white guy that has all the samurai stuff so clearly this is not offensive (laughs) (laughs) oh man you just got jammed yeah so that I think lately I've I'd like some of this samurai stuff. Yeah, who doesn't like that aesthetic, bro? It's so, so good. Cool. That 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 Japanese uh, dynasty aesthetic is just like timeless. Yeah, that's a, a cultural history that I I find pretty fascinating while not being a part of and not actively appropriating. And also, that's like about honor while you're just an Irish swinging at it, you know, swing on them. I'm and a waste. Nick's ready to. Yeah, you're ready to swing on them. I'm a wastrel, Benjamin. I'm a wastrel. Hey, want to find him out? I'll fight you. I'll fight you. I'll take you out to your part. I'll take you out together. For I'll take you out for Ireland. For Um, Ireland, I could do it. Uh, Are you Catholic or are you Protestant? (laughs) I like. I was like that guy in Braveheart, the Irish guy. It's like I'm the most wanted man on my island, except I'm not on my island, of course. More's the pity. Your island? You mean Ireland? Yeah, it's mine. All right, so I I think I I'm gonna choose uh, Hispanic, uh, like a Hispanic heritage. Yeah. Because they're big on family, right? Like tight family. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like this culture of like working hard and like like just self start work hard. There's awesome food. There's awesome like I love mariachi music. So there's like awesome music and like dance, like salsa, and and even like to a degree like you could even say like flamenco, uh, or tango, and like there's just all this cool. It's just like it like hits all these points, man. Just a really great culture, really colorful. I just think it would be cool. And I like you have like an awesome, like Hispanic grandma. It could teach me Spanish. So I I think that would be really cool. Yeah, and, you know they got the Dia de los Muertos festival, which is like the coolest thing ever, too. Oh, I could totally get into that, like painting my face up and making a costume. I could totally get into that. Yeah, so there's a lot of cool cultures out there that we don't want to appropriate, but we're jealous. We are jealous. Yes, we are. Uh, cool, cool stuff. And I, but I, t- I will tell you this: if, if they were like, "Hey, man, we invite you in to come, like, where the where where Dio de los Muertos thing? Like, come do it with us." I'd be like, "Okay." That's my in. Yep, exactly. A lot of places, a lot of cultures are like that too. Where they they share it with you. Uh, Nick will invite you to come fight him. Yeah, you can come and fight me. I'll take you both apart. I'll take you both together. <laughs> I'll take you out for Ireland. Uh, all right. So uh, answer that question. If uh, what what sort of uh, culture do you do you wish you could be a part of there with your family? Uh, all right. So that does it for the questions times, and that brings us to the new new. New new. New new new. New new. Trailers and we have uh <laughs> <laughs> an Adele Nine. Yeah, we got an Adele Nineen, the wickedly talented Adele Nineen. Nine trailers here. Uh we are gonna absolutely save the best for last. So you, but we're gonna get through these really quickly so we can get to that that ninth yep. trailer. 
who shall not be named. Uh, Alright, so this first trailer is The Comeback Trail. Yeah, so this is a movie with Robert De Niro, Tommy Lee Jones, Morgan Freeman, and Zach Braff, and Emile Hirsch. And it's about... Uh, there's a, a thing at the beginning where an actor dies on set and the producer, who's like a scumbag, gets like $5 million. And Robert De Niro, who's another scumbag producer, wants to do the same thing. So they hire Tommy Lee Jones and they with the point of like killing him on the set because he owes Morgan Freeman a lot of money. And as I was watching this, I was like, the trailer, it was growing, it was like growing on me as I was watching. I was like, this could be really funny if this is sort of like a reverse Pink Panther because Tommy Lee Jones in the trailer is like surviving the most outlandish things. And I don't know, I think I'm on board for this one. It's, uh, it could be funny. It could be funny. Uh, I like these actors. Me too. I like everybody involved. Yeah. I don't know that it's my kind of movie. Like, it's like a, one of those hijinks movies. It is a hijink movie. So, I don't know that that's my style. And also, I don't like comedies, as we know. So, it'll be a it'll be a tough sell for me, but I, I'm curious. If it is what it looks like, which to me looks like a reverse Pink Panther, I'll be on board. So, I'm, I'm yeah. going to watch this one when it comes out. Cool. All right, so the next up we have Wolf Walkers on Apple TV Plus. Yeah, I don't have Apple TV. I did decide that I want to get an iPad for reading comics because I have a billion comics on Comixology. Okay. And so I think eventually I'll get the iPad and that'll give me a year free of Apple Plus and then I'll binge all of the stuff that comes out when that happens. Yeah, yeah, that'll be good. Um, yeah, year, that's kind of nice. But speaking of Irish heritage, this Wolf Walkers is an Irish animation from an Irish animation studio. They're the same one that did The Secret of the Kells, which is really, really good. Uh, they did another one, too. I can't remember the name of that one. Song of the Sea. Uh, thank you, Robot Voice. Yeah, so this is that, that Secret of the Kells style animation, which is gorgeous 2D, 2D animation. 2D, like, yes. God, I, I, I knew you'd be happy it. about that. Yeah, <laughs> I'd love to see it so much. I, I'm so sick of C, like the CG animation. Everything looks the same, but this looks radically different. Um, it's about like a feral wolf girl in the forest of Ireland that makes friends with another girl. And I'm sure there's adventures and folklore and cool stuff. And I really w- would like to watch this. Uh, when I, I will once Apple TV is mine for free once I get an iPad to read comics. Oh, uh, PSA, if you use Comixology, I don't know if it's still going on. But the other day I got roughly 200 Black Panther comics for free on Comixology. They were... Uh, if you look up Black Panther on Comixology, you can get two like 150, 180 Black Panther comics for free, and then there's a, a solo Shuri series and a solo Killmonger series that you can get for free. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, I don't with kids. I don't really have time to watch comics. Otherwise, I'd have Marvel Unlimited. Yeah, I but. consider that every now and then, but I, I just I'm like, uh, when am I going to do it? Maybe if I had an iPad. Yeah, it'd be good on iPad. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this is this show, this show, this Wolfwalker show. I like the animation style. I've never seen any of the other stuff. Our friend Missy was telling us about the other stuff, but I've never. I've seen, seen it. Secret of the Kells, and I can vouch that that is gorgeous and and wonderful. Cool. Okay. Cool. So that's coming out, and then next up we have uh, Friendsgiving. Yeah, this is this is bad. Yeah, it, it's not good, I, and it's got, but it's got. Uh, it's got our girl Chelsea uh, Peretti in it, right? Chelsea Peretti, 
was in Kat it. Cat Dennings. Cat Dennings, Malin Ackerman, Aisha Tyler. Everyone in it was good. It's just I didn't laugh once in the whole trailer. God, there's a vegan joke in there that I nearly laughed at, but I didn't. Okay. Oh, oh. Does this look vegan to you? No, I did. Uh, it doesn't smell vegan. Because it smells good? Yeah. So I also did not laugh at once at this trailer, which is really disappointing. At the end, I was like, if you can't make Kat Dennings make me laugh, that's on, uh, that's on you, director or writer. Gosh, I think it's on both. I mean, like, even if you had a bad script, if, if the director was like, Kat Dennings, just like, do your thing like be you know be you and it, it should be funny i feel like maybe it was just qu- cut they very badly it. uh could be it could be just a bad trailer it could be a bad trailer it's just it wasn't very good not great so uh go watch it tell us if you laughed you probably won't uh friends giving yeah mm, meh. nah uh all right so the next up we have my zoe yeah i th- i don't know what this is uh this was like a depressing like Kid in a Hospital movie with Gemma Arterton, and I was like, this ain't the year, man. This is Angela's Ashes on the Beach. Um, That's all this is. Yeah, Gemma, uh, Baron Zemo. Oh, yeah, yeah, Daniel Brühl showed up, yeah. Uh, This ain't the year, man. This ain't the year. Uh, I don't even, I hardly know what this is about, except a kid that, that needed, like, surgeries and stuff, and the trailer made me sad. Yeah, the kid dies. Like, the kid dies. Uh, they basically give you the whole movie, pretty much, and hint that they're trying to clone this girl. Right? And that way it was hinting at they were going to clone her? Uh, there was something about it, yeah. and Because and, she wasn't going to let go, and it was... Eh. This is awful. I hate this. I, I, that's, like the, that's like my worst fear. I don't want to watch a movie about this. No, this is not, this is not the year, man. This is not the year. So skip this one. Don't even watch the trailer to this. Just skip this. Why why do they why do they make this? Why do you, why would you make a movie like this? Get out. Nobody asked us. Oh snap, I forgot. I watched Get Out with Aaron. I re, it's the second time I've seen it. Watched it with Aaron. It was her second time to see it. Um that movie is so good. Yeah, that movie is really weird, but it's it's Jordan Peele at his best. Oh my gosh. It's so like watching it a second time where you know it, you know, you know the what happens and everything. Like he, there's certain scenes where you're just like, God, this is genius. I feel like Bradley Whitford in that movie is the bad guy of the real life world. Like the fake progressive villain, you know, that, that is all talk and it's false, you know? Yeah, 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 for sure. All right. Uh, Anyway, so uh, next up we have Rebecca. This stars Army Hammer, who I believe I have said before on this podcast, I can't see army hammer i can't see him i can't hold his face in my mind uh, i literally i'm not even joking if i look away i can't picture army hammer like i he's invisible to me uh so it's him and i guess in this movie but I, all i saw was a, a swirling vortex and a void so this movie rebecca this is the it's a book but alfred hitchcock made this movie so I was torn trying to think if this is a remake of a Hitchcock movie or if it's just a different movie based on the same book. So this, this I noticed you, you put a note here. <laughs> uh, does this have a plot? <laughs> yeah, so I've seen the Hitchcock movie, and the, there is a plot. It's, it's a very slow-moving plot, but the, the dude gets remarried and brings his new wife to his house, but everything in the house is like about his, his deceased wife, his uh, his. W- previous wife rebecca 
and everything in the house is about her and then as it slowly goes on it's it's like did did he murder her like what happened to her it's really creepy and weird it's, it doesn't come across super well in the trailer of this no it does definitely does not <laughs> yeah so i don't know i don't know how much they'll take from the hitchcock i i'm interested to to see it because i did see the hitchcock one but it's not one of the better hitchcock movies to be honest army hammer kind of looks like a mannequin to me He's like he's like a he's like an he's like an animated mannequin like that like from that show uh what was that show that on Nickelodeon that took place in the um department store was it Pinwheel or was it called something else where the mannequin comes to life at night I don't know I, I didn't have Nickelodeon like I didn't have cable as a kid so I don't know a lot of the Do you mean today's special? Oh oh okay it was today's special. Thank you robot voice. Yeah, so today's special, the mannequin comes to life. By the way, if you go watch the intro to that show, it's it's like it looks like a horror movie to me. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Army Hammer is like an he's like a he's like a mannequin that came to life. Is he? I'll never know. I can't see him. You can't. He's like uh, he's like. Uh, oh gosh, uh, who's the wrestler that you can't? That's the invisible wrestler uh john cena he's like john yeah, cena yeah i can't see him i cannot see army <laughs> hammer i cannot hold him in my mind all right so that's rebecca uh then we have a trailer for foster boy presented by <laughs> <laughs> presented by shaquille o'neal <laughs> looking to diversify that b-ball wealth that com that b-ball commentary wealth now uh he is apparently presenting this movie to us yeah Everybody loves Shaq, right? Like, he's beloved. Is he? I don't know. He's very entertaining. He's got a lot of money. He does. A lot. I feel like he's really funny in a weird way, though. He, this movie, it said it was based on a true story, I think, right? Yeah. And or, it also, or maybe it said based on real events. It was. I think it was based on real events. And it, it was like a kid that was, uh, he kept showing up in the court system, but like the judge was talking about how crazy his life was and stuff. A real nice classical score set over this trailer. No weird '90s song. Uh, they broke the mold. They broke the the uh, the trend on that. The, the, was it the? Do you think it was the trailer? The audio was weird. Um, I think it was the trailer. Uh, okay. Probably the link. Yeah. So it was. I don't know. It looked like a pretty serious movie. Um, yeah. Not really. Yeah. Not really drawn to it, but it looks like it's well made. I, I was really thrown off by the Shaquille O'Neal title card that popped up uh that sort of ate up the rest of my brain space while watching this yeah i just I, i've the bar has been set really high for me after i watched that movie with uh michael b jordan about the, the equal justice initiative oh uh, yeah yeah whatever that movie I was i remember when you watched it i don't remember the title yeah i can't remember it god it was so good though like the bar is set so high that like i just don't know if this is going to be that good it was called just mercy robot voice making all kinds of saves this week thank you oh my gosh this is the robot voice episode here uh the robot rescue podcast (laughs) uh all right so so then we have a trailer for 2067 yeah so this is this is a low budget australian sci-fi movie oh okay okay because I was like, who who disguised this BBC show as a movie? It was Australia. Uh, they all sound the same. Yeah, well, there's a great line in how... Whenever I think someone's uh, British and they turn out to be Australian, I always say a line from the TV show House uh, where he, he called Chase British and then he says, I'm not British, I'm Australian. And he goes, you put the queen on your money, you're British. 
Look, kid, I don't need advice on auto safety. I don't need advice on auto safety. I'm, I'm a Ujikman. <laughs> That's like kind of Kiwi sounding. I, I did launch into Richard Taylor, my impression of Richard Taylor, the head of Weta Workshop from the Lord of the Rings special <laughs> the features. The Lord of the Rings. I'm Richard Taylor. Uh, so this movie, there are some decent effects in this, and there are not some... It's a little bit of the wrong frame rate, you know, that like that like that British frame rate, yeah. uh, Mentos commercial. All, not this is not quite Mentos commercial, but this is just a weird frame rate. The main actor who played Nightcrawler in uh, the most recent couple X Men movies, he looked like if Jay Baruchel was playing a carny. <laughs> like he had like kind of like a Jay Baruchel face and a mustache and like a mullet, and he kind of just looked like if Jay Baruchel was a carny. A carny. But he was a spaceman. A spaceman. This uh, this is a time travel movie. Yeah, I think so. I thought for a second it was going to be tied to Haley's Comet, but that comes back in 2061, not 2067. I'll be ready to ride it. Yeah, me too. I'm going to fly up there and touch it. I'm going to lasso her and I'm going to ride her like a cowboy. <laughs> if if we're uh, able to jump that high by 2067, I assume, I assume boot spring technology will reach that level. Yeah, moon boots. Moon boots. Uh, so then we had a trailer for Monsterland. Yeah, this is an anthology series that's coming on Hulu with a premise that I'm super into, and it's like different stories about different like cryptids and monsters. I really hope this is good. It seems like a thing that could could go off the rails and be disappointing, but my interest is peaked. So I'm gonna say, judging by the voiceover of this young woman. It's not going to be good because this is the worst southern accent I have heard all year. When you're born, when you're a little baby, there's a million yous you could be. Yeah, I can't argue against that. That was pretty bad. Although every, literally every single southern accent in the world sounds different. Like none of you sound the same at all. You all have completely 100% different voices. So. It might be realistic, I don't know. Uh, but it didn't sound like one I've ever heard before. So I obviously I you know I grew up here and so I can hear all the subtleties. And I've actually noticed that there is a subtle difference between say like people from Birmingham, Alabama and Tuscaloosa, Alabama. So like the the University of Alabama almost has its own dialect of southern accent. It's it's really weird. Yeah, like so, like especially dudes, like dudes that go to the University of Alabama, they have their this their like this unique accent that they I don't know, it's weird. That's so weird. But yeah, but uh, if you're from Fargo or you're from Minnesota, you may not be able to hear that. Yeah, and the more north you go up here, the more you just you start to play with the vowels there. <laughs> yep. So yeah, I don't know about this. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I couldn't get past the southern accent, so I didn't really pay attention to the trailer. I was so distracted. I'm going to watch it. It's going to be on Hulu. Might as well. Yeah, you might as well. All right, so this is where the meat is. This is where the filet mignon is. Bacon wrap filet mignon. This is one of our favorite directors that made the tra- this movie that we have a trailer for. We finally got it. We've been talking about it for weeks, months. We got the Dune trailer. The trailer to Dune. The Dooney Dune. The Dune Dudes. Guys, it's Dune. There was a trailer for Dune this week, <laughs> in case you didn't hear. 
I ha- how many times have you watched this trailer? Um, uh, probably twelve to fifteen. Okay, I've probably watched it six or seven times, but I have freeze framed the entire thing, so I've gone you know moment by moment and just like looked at shots, looked at stuff, uh, and have done that significantly. So, guys, it's it it lives up to my expectations. The trailer, at least. What did you notice in the trailer, if anything, like scenes from the book or stuff that you wanted to see? I love the design of the ornithopters, which is like the dragonfly looking things. Mm-hmm. So cool. The uh, the sandworms look a little bit different than I was expecting, but it absolutely makes sense because they're sifting sand through their, their mouth that looks like a boo hole. Yep. Uh, but, but they have almost like... Um, like hairs that you might see in like that like a baleen well has as a as it's sifting um, uh, plankton out of the water, so it makes sense that you have sand going through these like almost like giant hairs uh, that it has in its mouth, almost like uh, baleen. So I thought, God, that makes sense, man. They thought through this. The shielding. So in Dune, shields are like they don't deplete. Like you don't get you know shot a bunch of times and your shield gets depleted. They're like they're just always on. So they can't, you can't shoot a, what they call a laser gun at a shield uh, because it'll just, it'll kill everybody around because it just bounces off and like you know, sprays everything. Um, and so they have to do hand-to-hand combat with swords and stuff. But you can't even swing a sword as hard as you can because the shield will stop the sword. So you have to swing it at a certain speed. And so you see them fighting with these shields on and, and, and the way they did the special effects for the shields I thought was so cool. And... Uh, there's condensers, like the guys floating down from the ship, and, and uh, there's just so many cool things, so many cool things. Okay, I have some questions because I okay, you've okay. read Dune and I haven't, right? Uh, so at the beginning, he was like having dreams about Zendaya, and like who can blame him? I mean, she's she's great, but uh, she's so great. she is she from like a different faction? Does he not have his memories? So uh, Zendaya is a Fremen. So she was born on Arrakis, that planet, the planet called Dune. Arrakis. She's born there. She's a Fremen. She's a desert dweller. Uh, Paul has, uh, and I won't give too much away, but uh, Paul can basically see the future. Okay. And he says this in the trailer. He's yeah. like, I can see the future. So, and I won't explain how, because uh, I want you to see this, or, or when you read the books. But Paul can see the future, and so I don't. I think he knows. I don't know if his oracular vision is quite good at that point where he like sees her. So he may only see like bits and pieces or images or something. I can't, that I can't remember. There's something happening to me. There's something awakening in my mind. I can't control it. Okay. And uh, Dave Batista looked really cool and he had like, he was like really pale. And what was he? Was he also from this, from Dune? No, he is uh, in the Harkonnen. He's one of the Harkonnens, which are like this uh, faction or guild or whatever you want to call it. And they are under the rule of the emperor. They're kind of like subservient to the emperor, I think. But they're they're almost like a... Um, you can almost think of them as like a wealthy family, like a, a lord. Okay. Uh, of like land and stuff. And so they are there. And I think they're going to fight the, fight the Atreides to try to gain control of Arrakis. Because the Atreides family is like basically like ruling this planet. My father rules an entire planet. He's losing it. He's getting a richer one. 
He'll lose that one too. And that um, was like Oscar Isaac. Yeah, Oscar Isaac, Duke, Duke uh, Leo Atreides. Uh, he's the Duke, uh, who is a really cool character. Uh, Oscar Isaac's perfect for him. Oscar Isaac looks good with that beard. I'm not going to lie. He's a handsome yeah, he dude. Does. Everyone knows. <laughs> he yeah. looks like a sane Jason Manzoukas. <laughs> yeah. So I. So there's, you know, everybody has got criticisms of this. Uh, like there's like, it's not colorful enough. Like their army, you know, the, the armor is just dull. It's just like black. Like the Harkin armor is just black. And the, you know, it's like dull grays and earth tones for the still suits. And, you know, stuff like that. And, like, the gloves are a big deal. Like, and, and I get that. Like, the gloves are, like, off-the-shelf gloves that you can buy from Amazon, you know, on those still suits. So, like, I, I, I get some of that stuff. Like, it could have been better. Um, but at the same time, like, I don't know. We're here for this. We're here for the story and the landscapes and the tech and that sort of thing. So, what I'll say that. is that Denis Villeneuve is a better filmmaker than anyone who's criticizing him. Because Blade Runner 2049 is the best sci-fi movie ever made. And Arrival is probably the second best. So, you know, what are you going to do? He's better. He knows more than you. Like, if you're criticizing him, he's better. I'm sorry. He's got... Yeah. He knows what to do. So, I have... So, I think the star... I'm going to make a prediction here. I think the star of the show is going to be the Jordanian desert. You think them landscapes are going to be crazy? Yeah, I do. Uh, they are. Um, I, I, Villeneuve said there's there's almost no CGI like landscapes that it's all real. Well, he probably could have filmed Blade Runner twenty forty nine in Los Angeles right now with how it looks there with the fires. Oh my gosh, my buddy Alex who lives up in Oregon has like he's posting stories on Instagram and it's it's red. It looks like it looks like Blade Runner. Yeah, I saw I saw a video where someone put. Uh, the Blade Runner 2049 soundtrack to drone footage flying around San Francisco. And oh, yeah, well I saw that too. Yeah, it's insane. I hope every, oh, if anyone's listening from out there, I hope you're okay. Yes, we do hope you're okay. Stay safe, folks. I, what, I don't know what else to do. I can't come up there and help you. I'm sorry some idiot started everything on fire with a dumb party. Yeah, that's it's not a good look. No. Um, guys, this is this is just a... We implore you, Nick and I implore you, don't make stupid decisions like doing fireworks when there's a ban because yeah. of the dryness. Yeah, look what you did. Things are dead what, because of you. Yeah, like people's homes are gone because mm-hmm. of you. Uh, your 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 gen your your party's not that uh, it's not that important. No. Uh, but uh, what is important is uh, we're gonna get Dune this uh, holiday season, right? So far, so good. Is this going to come out in the theater? Uh, I think so. Tenet did. It did? Yeah, Tenet came out in theater. I need to check and see if my theaters are open near me. It opened in 2,000 theaters, I think, and it made $20 million, which is pretty good for the amount of theaters it opened in. Yeah, I got to go see that. I really do want to see that. Well, you can let me know how it is. Uh, what else What else about Dune? Is there something you're excited about seeing in Dune because you haven't read the books and so like... Yeah, so... I like I like sci-fi. It's I like I prefer it to most genres, but I feel like there's not enough well-done sci-fi. So, I'm mostly mostly excited that the greatest sci-fi director that exists is doing a a thing that I have interest in because I've I've always been intrigued by Dune, but I haven't uh I haven't like dive like dove into it. Uh David Lynch the 1984 Dune, you know, David Lynch 
didn't have any final cut on that, so he was sort of disappointed in it. So I, I love David Lynch, but I, I never finished watching that movie. But I don't think he would mind because he sort of disowned it. And I never saw any of the series, and I never played any of the games or read the audiobooks. So I, there's, I know very little about it. I just, I, I have, Im, I have like a hundred percent implicit trust in in the director of this movie, and then the cast is great. I don't, I'm not a fan of Timothy Chalamet. I don't really like him, but I didn't like, I don't like Jared Leto either. And Blade Runner twenty forty nine is still a perfect movie. Yeah. There's a couple of things we didn't see in this trailer. We didn't. I don't think we saw Sadakar. Like there's like these like ultimate fighter, like super good fighter guys that the Emperor uses. We did, I don't think we saw them, and we also didn't see any of like the space guild, like the guys that fly the ships. Um, they are like these genetically altered, like do like I guess they're, you're humans. They're genetically altered humans, and they float around in this orange gas in these like tubes or these containers. Oh, I remember that from the David Lynch movie. Okay, okay that was in the. I've never seen the David Lynch movies, uh, but they're like it's just super weird and it's very sci-fi, and they 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 take the spice uh, to be able to essentially see the future, so to know how to guide the ship, so they don't run into stuff like as they're flying faster than light. Oh, that's really cool. I want to watch so, this movie. I know, dude. I know, and that's like like spice. Uh, it, God, Dune is so influential. Like Mass Effect, you know, Element Zero, that's basically Spice. Like, they can do all this f- fun stuff, this, like, sci-fi stuff because of, uh, you know, Element Zero and Mass Effect. And that basically, they it's, they it's the same idea with Spice. Like, they can see the future, they can fly ships faster than light, and it's basically because of Spice. It's awesome. And you know where Spice comes from? Dune. Dune. One planet, <laughs> Arrakis. Uh, I know because of Jess... That you have to like walk arrhythmically or something to so the worms don't hear you or something. Yeah, if you're on the sand, you have to. Yeah, you don't want a rhythm because that will attract the worms. Yeah, and the worms are different sizes. You have some worms that are, you know, pretty big, like the one in the trailer that you saw at the end of the trailer. But that's not even like the biggest worm. There are bit worms much bigger than that. Like the Beetlejuice worms. Bigger than that. Sandworms. You hate them, right? I hate them myself. I hate them too. <laughs> oh man, it's so good. I did. I did think about Beetlejuice when I watched this. Uh, all right, so let us know what you thought about the Dune trailer. Um, if you liked it, and that's all the trailers. That's all the new new trailers, and that brings us to the trailer malheurs. You've got mail. Yeah. So we got. I we got more engagement than I expected on our James Bond themed questions. I sort of expected people to be like thinking of a scheme. That's too hard. <laughs> but nope, people chimed in. They they did. They certainly did. Uh, so the first question from last week was: If you were a Bond villain, what would be your scheme? Sheila chimed in first right away. Actually, after I posted it, and she said the same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try to take over the world. <laughs> Which I appreciated that. <laughs> that is a throwback. Yes, we all watched uh, Animaniacs back in the day, didn't we? Yep, I love that Maurice Lamarche. Uh, he's a he's a really nice guy in real life. In case anyone was wondering, uh, my favorite episodes from the Animaniacs were the "They Might Be Giant" uh, episode where they did the songs. Yep, yep, very good. I love oh, that. I love that too. I like the one with George Went where it was the the people in the mall that were harassing them to take a survey, a mall survey. Would you like to take a survey? <laughs> Uh, there's some good moments in that. Uh, ben Mayo said, I'd probably just tap into the banks and take advantage of the little rounding that they do so that I could amass a small fortune for Spectre 
using the fractions of a cent lost and millions of round down transactions. I messaged him on Instagram. I was like, isn't this a plot of office space? And he was like, yep, 100%. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Milton's going to end up with your your money at the end. Uh, Charlie, Charlie is, okay, I, I usually don't award awards here in the questions times, but Charlie's answer is so good that I actually, this would be a really good Bond movie. Charlie said, my scheme would be to hack into all the banks and remove all debts. Yes, this is more of a Robin Hood heroic plan, but it's definitely illegal and it would certainly cause chaos. I want to see the confrontation between Charlie, who's just done this and erased all debt like Fight Club style, and James Bond, or or literally anyone in a movie. Like, what do you do? Because, like, what do you do against Robin Hood? Does that make you... If you're the hero of the movie, James Bond, are you the sheriff of Nottingham? That's just such a good moral gray area thing, and I, I really, really like that answer. I like that answer, too. It actually made me think. I was like, what if... It actually made me kind of change my answer in my head. I was like, what if... I could go into only certain bank accounts, like like dudes like Harvey Weinstein, mm-hmm. uh, or um, name somebody else that makes bad decisions. Roman Polanski. Roman Polanski. People that are just like walking around free. What if I could go into their bank accounts and just take their money, and then maybe distribute, keep a little for myself, distribute it around to other folks. You yeah, know, har- knock down the billionaires. Yeah, yeah, just but just the bad ones. I mean, because there's probably some. Bil- I, I I could be absolutely wrong about this, but there could be some billionaires out there that give a ton of money away, and help a lot of people. I maybe think they, Bill, maybe Bill Gates is as close as you get. Yeah, maybe so. So, but yeah, we like that. We like that. Uh, that answer, Charlie. So good. So good. Bridget said, I'd use social media to control the minds of the world and become supreme ruler of Earth. I'm lazy, so it seems like a pretty easy scheme to accomplish. Yeah, since it's pretty much everyone's already under the the control of social media, so she just needs to route it to give her power. It doesn't seem like that hard. I mean, they're almost doing it now. The Russians are doing a pretty good job of doing that, right? Yeah, I feel like Vladimir Putin is, is an actual Bond villain type character. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. He even looks like one. He looks like Ray Fiennes with playing. Except Ray Fiennes is, is M on Bond. He's a good guy. That's true. Now, he's good at playing good guys and bad guys, too. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jay says, I would start a website and ask people for their information, and they will hand it over willingly. Then I will take that information, analyze it, then use it to manipulate the way people view the world and cause chaos and corruption. <laughs> okay, Zuckerberg. <laughs> Yeah, I'm about to say, is it, this is just describing Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, Jay has uh, made put Mark Zuckerberg in the crosshairs of James Bond, and I don't, I don't know that that's going to end well for for Zucks. All right, so Robo said my scheme would be making Dragon Con happen all year. I really need it. I miss my friends. We miss you too, Robo. We do. Um, I need, I need Dragon Con. Uh, I don't know that I want it all year because I do want it to be special. It's too bad. Robo made it all year. I could I could maybe do tra- Dragon Con twice a year though. I will say that. Yeah, that would be very nice. So, um that is uh, the first question from last week and then the second question from last week is if you were a secret agent like Bond, what three gadgets would you want? Sheila said some oh, she was trying not to answer. She said she said at first that she would only she could only think of kitchen 
uh, gadgets, but then I made her answer anyway, and she said, something with fire, maybe a ZB leather briefcase with a pop-up range slash oven, a projector that would display manipulate or manipulatable cookbook pages, and a secret slash hidden cabinet with all my kitchen stuff I wish my kids would just stop touching. <laughs> <laughs> they need that to make slime with. God, what is it with kids and slime, dude? I have no idea. I don't have kids, but I know they make slime. They, they're obsessed with it. They watch YouTube videos on it. They My my oldest daughter, who's 11, I, I guarantee you she knows probably eight or nine different ways to make slime, of like different slimes, at least. I know that they were banned from making it inside the house at your house. They have been banned. They are still banned. It is. It remains banned. That's very funny. Uh, ben Mayo said, "I'd want." Uh, he said, "I'd want to watch that can do just." It's a hard I sentence. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> <laughs> That's late. It's it's after midnight, folks. The White House reception committee greeted the prime rib roast minister, and I do the cha cha like a sissy girl. He said, "I'd want that watch that can do just about everything from Golden Eye." Though it's not a Bond gadget, Oddjob's hat was pretty iconic, and I think I could pull it off. And finally, I don't smoke, but the cigarette rocket launcher from You Only Live Twice could have me lighting something up. I like that his are actual Bond movie props, so not just yes. random gadgets. He's got actual canon props in all his. Uh, just don't use that uh, cigarette rocket launcher anywhere in the western part of the United States. Yes, they have enough problems. Or Australia. <laughs> don't use it there either. Yeah, for real. Uh, Charlie says his first thing he wants is a jetpack. Uh, hey, Charlie, was it you that was flying by that... <laughs> by LAX? <laughs> yeah, by LAX and that jetpack. His second thing is a Lotus Eastbury submarine car with surface-to-air missiles. Uh, and his third item is Inspector Gadget's spy car slash van. Sometimes I want a sports car. Sometimes I gotta haul some junk. It's <laughs> a very Charlie thing to say. Uh, I love Charlie. Charlie, I'm really sad that I didn't get to hang out with you last weekend. This is this is no Dragon Con is like wearing on me. It's criminal. It's absolutely criminal. Uh, Charlie has shared. I'm not gonna share it here on the podcast, but Charlie has shared his ideas for Dragon Con 2021 with me. And they're very exciting. I think I'm I'm Charlie's biggest fan. I always love the things that he makes, and I'm very excited for what he has in store for 2021. He and I have some machinations going on as well <laughs> that we haven't entirely committed to yet, but we have right. we've have, we have tossed some things around. Ah, yes, good. Uh, Bridget said bagpipe flamethrower. That's a good one. Shark inflating pellet. Another good one. And Avalanche Ski Jacket. Now, I didn't ask, but is a shark inflating pellet something that you throw into a shark that makes it turn into a balloon? Uh, there, I'm, I'm trying to think of what Bond movie it was, but I think they shoot him with like a, um, like a harpoon or something, and it has that pellet in it. I could, I could be misremembering this, but yeah, it inflated the shark. <laughs> uh, I've seen every Bond movie. I don't remember this. Uh, that must be a Roger Moore movie if it is. I think it was Roger Moore, yeah. It's from Live and Let Die. Um, those are good answers. Uh, Jay, I like Jay's are are very much Jay answers. He says a jetpack, a mini drone, and a squirting lapel flower. The Joker. Yeah, I laughed out loud when I 
I saw that the squirting look. Do you remember the the vintage uh, Joker figure from the 1989 Batman line that had the thing you plugged into his back and it made the, the little pell flower squirt water? Vaguely. If anybody wants to talk vintage action figures, hit me up. So I had the vintage uh, Batman action figure from the 1989. It had the yellow belt with the zip cord and you could attach his belt to something and he would zip line up to it. That was a good one. That was a good one. Man, so fun. Uh, Robo said, I would want a laser pen to sign the check for Dragon Con. Dart watch so I can see what time it is and to dart anyone who gets in my way to Dragon Con. (laughs) And a supercar with all the upgrades so I can get to Dragon Con super fast and move people out of my way on the way to, you guessed it, Dragon Con. Well, Robo's got a theme in his answer. He does. I'm not hating on that theme. I'm with him on that theme. I didn't really know him last year, and I feel robbed that I didn't get to see Rob. He's a good dude. Uh, yeah. You'd get along well. I'm, I'm certain of it. I am too. If you want well, to get folks, along, I was going to say, if you want to get along well with me, <laughs> <laughs> you can email me at trailerblazerspod at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at trailerblazerspodcast. You can like our updates on Twitter at trailer underscore blazers. And if you're feeling generous, you can hop on Apple Podcasts. You can jump through them hoops like you're trying to pre order a PS5. Log on to Apple Podcasts and uh, rate and review us. And if you do, Quick Mickey's going to tell you what happens. I say what's going to happen if you leave us a five-star rating on there. Something special's going to happen. Quick Mickey's going to put something in the mail to you. It's going to be a bag of chocolate-covered almonds. Straight from Nick's heart to yours. And uh, might even have a couple of extra goodies in there. Like, uh... A pellet that expands whatever you put it inside of, like a loaf of bread or bubble gum or just uh, like an Alka-Seltzer tablet. You put it in there in the Kool-Aid and make you sparkling Kool-Aid. Might have something like in there, but uh, in order to get these magical items, you got to leave a five-star writing and that's your tip. Well, that was illuminating as always. For Trailer Blazers, my name is Nick Kelly, and I dream of Zendaya. (laughs) And I'm Ben Moon, and I am Fear, the Mind Killer. Fear is the Mind Killer. Happy Trailsers. Happy Trailsers. folks welcome back to the vid yo games yo games one quarter portion of the show and uh we've got just a, a couple little nuggets here little tidbits a uh, couple dingleberries for you clip them dingleberries clip them dingleberries well uh we have been playing the uh well i've been playing the same stuff gems of war and microsoft flight simulator uh i and if you if you have microsoft flight simulator i just want to give you a pro tip Take off from the uh, Lugano's Great White North, take off. <laughs> there is an airport you need to take off from. It's called the Lugano uh, Airport. Uh, 
It's in Italy. It's in the Italian Alps. And it is just fly around the Italian Alps. It's unbelievable. And then uh, when you fly back, land in the West Bend Municipal Airport in West Bend, Wisconsin, which is 15 minutes away from my house. <laughs> uh, I have flown out of that airport in the game. Uh, it, not as spectacular as the Lugano Airport. I find that I find that a little doubtful, but I'll take your word for it. I find that wickedly <laughs> doubtful. <laughs> the wickedly doubtful. What's the name of that airport? The West Bend Municipal Airport. The wickedly doubtful West Bend Municipal Airport. <laughs> it's got two runways, Ben. Oh wow! Wow. Uh, so anyway, that's uh, so that's my tip. Uh, but you started playing something special. Yes, I have. I mentioned it a little bit at the beginning, but I have started the Ghost of Tsushima. It is the most beautiful game I've ever played. Oh. Uh, everything in it is the coolest looking thing I've ever seen. There's a flashback where it shows the main character Jin, his father. His armor is the coolest armor I've ever seen in a video game. He had like a, a like a oni mask with like stag antlers coming out of his helmet and i was i was like my god this is the <laughs> coolest everything in it i the characters are all good the act like the voice acting is good it has so many different modes that you can put it in that it's a little overwhelming really it's, it, it's one of the best it's one of the best things ever so far uh have you done curacao mode not yet uh, i'm not sure if you can switch how you can switch to it yet from the right because you can choose at the beginning if you want to play it in, there's three different ways you can choose it. So you can choose it in English, and you can choose it like with in Japanese with subtitles, and then there's like the black and white Japanese mode. But I don't know if, how to switch to the Kurosawa mode mid. I haven't figured everything out yet. I okay. play video games in little. When I get a new one, I play in little like half hour stints until I get comfortable within it, and then I do huge four or five hour long chunks. I play games weird. Like, I dip my toe in. I ease my way in. You don't jump off the diving board. No, I, I, I get used to it in little chunks, and then I dive in. Gosh, man, I'm, I am can't wait to play this game. It's very when good. The when the time comes. Uh, and it, I may end up just buying it and because there's going to be multiplayer. Oh, yeah, that's true. There is going to be multiplayer. So I may just buy it, and we can all play together. Uh, all right, so that's what we've been playing, but uh, we have a couple of new things here. We had the Xbox Series S official world premiere console trailer. Yeah, so this is the all-digital version of the Xbox uh, Series X, which it. I was a little confused by the trailer. I had to do some... Well, okay. Jess did some additional research and then told me that it is the, it's the same like generation as the Series X, so it's the next-gen console. But I was a little confused from the trailer if it was the next-gen console or if it was an Xbox One that was all digital. So, Well, it's no surprise that after the Xbox 360, um, they have just made everything very confusing and terrible. The, the way they've named these things is... I, I'm I'm literally a video game nerd, and I don't even know what these things are. I, I literally, after f- watching the trailer, threw a fit about that on my couch. I was like, I was like, I don't know what this is because it doesn't like. What does that mean? Xbox Series X, like S, wasn't there like five Series S? Like, aren't aren't all the slim ones called that? I didn't know. Like, just call it yeah. Xbox Three or whatever. 
can you can you imagine being a mom and walking into like Best Buy or GameStop? I mean, you would have no clue what to get or what anything is. But they don't make it easy on you, and it, uh, yeah, like we follow this stuff. I follow it even more closely now than I used to because we talk about it on here. And I still, I didn't know if this was like an Xbox One that just was all digital or if it was the Series X, but a digital version of that. Yeah. It, it's the whole, like, did, did Microsoft not see what happened with the Wii U? Like, parents were confused about the Wii U. Is this a no, new console? Is this an addition to the Wii? Is it something you just connect to the Wii? Like, they didn't know. And it was a mess. Yeah. And the um, Wii U did not sell well. The Xbox is even worse because every single one that comes out since the the xbox 360 is like xbox box xbox box 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 xbox box box yeah it's terrible it's it's like who i feel like you have corporate suits that are coming up with these names and they don't want to listen to reason or creative people it's just it's terrible it's terrible it fills my heart with rage and I will say this too. I don't. I don't have strong feelings about this, but the design of this thing, this Xbox Series S, is like the most bland, plain. It is literally a box with four. It looks corners. like a cable box. Yeah. It look. Yeah. It looks like a cable box. It. It, it looks like a. Um. It looks like something they pulled off of, like the junction box on the outside of your house, mm-hmm. and then just painted it white. Yeah, and I like. I like the Xbox like user interface, and I like the controller a lot better than the PlayStation. But they don't have the games. The PlayStation has all the exclusives. So I'm I'm gonna pre-order a PS5, and I'm not gonna even buy one of these until I have a need for like an Xbox, like another one, because I have an Xbox One X. That's the that's the worst name, an Xbox One X. Uh huh. It's just. I hate okay, it. I'm gonna try to guess what that is. Okay, the Xbox One X is the Xbox One, but it doesn't have a disk drive. No, in fact, it's the Xbox One, but it has a better disk drive because it has 4K support. This is the, this is the stupidest thing. I, this is, I just, I can't even, I just don't understand. I don't understand. Who did this? Someone in Microsoft. Yeah, I, it's so confusing that when I bought the Xbox One X, I bought it specifically because it would have 4K support, and I use the I use the Xbox as like my media hub more than I do for gaming. And once I bought it, I was like, did I get the right? Like, is this the 4K one? I couldn't tell from even from owning it. That is absurd. Yeah, that's like almost unforgivable. So they're they're real bad at that. So. But I'm going to get a PS5, which is the thing that I know what is, unless they don't let me order it. So they're both kind of being clowns in their own way right now. God, quit clowning around. Quit clowning. So dumb. Uh, all right. So that's so that happened. That tra- I mean, the trailer's cool. It's a nice. It's nicely animated. I'll say that. Sure. Yeah. Uh, watch this animation of this white junction box. Right. Uh, all right, so then we had a trailer for Doom Eternal running on an RTX 380 or 3080 at 4K. This is a world premiere, and it, I, I, I'll be honest, I don't know that I could tell much difference from the old graphics card to this one. Yep, I was watching it, and I literally said out loud because it had a side by side comparison uh, from the 2080, and I said to Jess, I was like, I don't, this looks identical to me. Uh, I'm sure that, I mean, it looks good. They both look good, but yeah. 
Uh, so one of the they was showing you in part of it. It was like it's you know on this graphics card it's running at this many frames a second, and and then the side by side comparison it's running this. So I was like, okay, the the old graphics card 2080 Ti is running at like 130 frames a second, but the newest graphics card is running at 170 frames a second. I was like, guys, our eyes see this exactly the same. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't detect it. Yeah, it was beyond me. So that not a very effective trailer, I'll say, because like we couldn't tell the difference. Yeah. So, but like, it sure is pretty though. I uh, one of these days I'm gonna have to get that sound clip from Scrubs because I quote it in every episode. The it sure is pretty though. I just have to find that. Find it and slap it in there. Uh, we then had a trailer for something a little bit more interesting: the Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity game. This is just just played a lot of uh, Breath of the Wild. A lot more than me. I played some of it and I liked it, but I, I didn't grab me because there wasn't as much. It was more of a like go find stuff to do type game and less of a story based one. And I, I tend to play more high story level element ones. And Jess said it, it sort of was lacking in that, but this looks like it's filling in that gap. So she was really excited by this trailer and it's gorgeous and it looks awesome. Yeah, it looks just like Breath of the Wild and it takes place a hundred years before the. Um like the, 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 the events of Breath of the Wild. So it's like a prequel in that sense. But it, it's like heavy on the action, a lot of troops. And, and if, you, I, if you've played Hyrule Warriors, you sort of know what this gameplay is about. Yeah, uh, it, it looks really cool. It looks, I think they said like there's like a thousand enemies or whatever on the screen at a time. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, like a war. Yeah, looks it looks really cool. I, don't, I didn't ever play the other Hyrule Warrior games, so I don't know if I like this or not, but... Um, it looked cool. Yeah, I don't know. I never played it. I only played... I played, like, a few hours of Breath of the Wild. And uh, I liked it, but it's just... I'll probably... I might jump into that again at some point, too. Because it, it was cool. Yeah. Uh, then we had... The uh, final trailer here is uh, something called Under. <laughs> we were watching this. The best description is just called it Slender Man. Because <laughs> it looks like that <laughs> Slender Man game, kind of. But you're on a ship that's sinking. Yep, that's exactly what it looks like. Uh, it, the graphics are really good. It's almost like photorealistic graphics. It is It is really good graphics. It looks really creepy. Uh, it, it, the trailer was effective. Yeah. I actually jumped two times during the trailer, and I don't jump. I don't jump in movies. I don't jump from games. To, I wasn't expecting this to be scary, so the first thing that popped up made me jump, and then I wasn't recovered from that yet, and it did another one, and I was like, ah... <laughs> <laughs> uh this is yeah i won't play this it's a horror game uh scary horror game I, I don't like it but uh man the graphics are really stunning i thought it was really creepy i don't i don't want to play it because i got stressed out watching the trailer just from being like jump scares what i can say though is that uh it reminded me of, of mr x from resident evil 2 so if you can't handle mr x uh don't don't play it don't play under but like if you're if you i bet this would be f- I don't like watching people play video games, but I bet this would be fun with the right people playing it. For sure, yeah, I think that I think you're exactly right there. But oh, I, I want to say quick before I forget, uh, I played a mobile game with a group of my cousins the other day and a friend of ours. It's it's popping up everywhere, so you've probably heard of this lately. It's called Among Us, and I think you can get it on Steam as well. It was one of the most fun like party games. I've ever played. It's really a good game. You uh, 
have your little dudes and you're in a spaceship and you have tasks to complete on the spaceship or at like the ice station or there's a bunch of different maps you have six eight twelve friends or however many playing this game and you're not allowed to talk unless you're in a meeting so you have to keep quiet while you're playing and one or more of the people in the game are imposters and they're trying to sabotage things and they can like murder people so you'll be going about your task and you come across a body and then you can call an emergency meeting and then you have to like you'd be like Jacques Hughes and try and figure out who the murderer is and it was seriously for like a group game it was the most fun I've had in a long time it was like Jackbox party pack but like I was just about to say Jackbox it's so good it's so good it's called Among Us you can play it on your phone Uh, you can get it on Steam so you can play it on PC it's so good. It's really fun. And anyone anyone who wants like a good party game or just something to do with a group, look into that. It's called Among Us. It's great. I'll, I'll definitely check that out because we like sometimes couple we'll have couples come over our house and you know, the kids will go off and play and we'll just talk or whatever. But that sounds like fun if we if we have a gaming like a couple that comes over and they're a gaming type folk. We could that'd be fun. I would say you probably want at least five people. Oh okay, okay. So five or six, because we were playing with six, and it was it was pretty pretty great. Okay, sweet. Well, cool. Yeah, that was awesome, man. Well, I think that's all the all that we got for the video game section. We won't take up any more of your time. No, this was a uh, Ben's going to be gone this weekend, so this was like an emergency podcast to talk about Dune. <laughs> it really was. I was wondering if I was going to be up for it, but I I'm still awake, so we're fine. Yeah. Uh, All right, so for the Trailer Blazers, I am a white junction box. Happy Trailsers. For Trailer Blazers, I am the Slender Man. Happy Trailsers. I'm Nick Kelly. I must not fear. Fear is the mind killer. Where the fear is gone. 